0: to truly believe in the magic. What's up, Magic fans, and welcome to episode 141 of Penny for Your Thoughts, the Orlando Magic UK podcast. Today, it's just the two of us, so it's only me. But I've gone to the A-list of Orlando Magic fans and I've got Mr Cortez Paul joining us. So how is life in the city beautiful this morning, mate?
1: Hey, man, it's beautiful. The weather's cooling down and It's October. It's October, ladies and gentlemen. We're so close to basketball. And that being said, Orlando Magic Basketball. Let's go.
0: (laughs) You know what? When I turned my calendar over this morning, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's basketball season. Media day is coming up. We're ready. We're ready. And we've got a big pod to do. Basically, we're just going to vibe. We're just going to vibe on this pod. But we're going to talk about the 35th anniversary. We're going to talk about Cortez's experiences as a fan, which are great, we're going to have a look at the uh, <laughs> the Miami Heat, changing their name to the Miami Karens after the Dame Lillard trade happened, um, what this might mean for the East and the league, we're going to talk a bit about Drew Holiday, and we're going to you know just talk a little bit about Orlando as a place as well, which I know a lot of our listeners, and if they don't live in Orlando, have visited, like myself. Um, but to start with, we've got to talk a little bit about Patreon, so it's just a shout out. If you didn't know, we've launched our very own Orlando UK Patreon subscription service and everything really is geared around helping out orlando orlandomagicuk.com nobody is making a personal profit out of this so you won't see mikey driving around in a lamborghini off the back of this or anything like that but instead it's all about getting improved content perks and some giveaways so we've got three tiers of membership we've got the shack membership at two pounds we've got the anderson at five pounds and the t at 10 pounds and if yeah, the eagle eyed amongst us, you'll notice the third tier, the Shack one is the three, as in three, two. Anderson one at five is two, five. And if you're paying 10, you've got the one. And that's, of course, T Mac, or you could even call a penny if you wanted to. Anyone who's on the entrance for Anderson or McGrady, um as long as you were here by today, we're recording on as caught as said the first of October. You were entered into a prize draw for a full premium league pass subscription for the season. And that's going to get drawn and announced, so you'll be hearing something this week. And we'd like to thank our Patreons who are Angus Craig, Dylan Holden, and I'll get this one right. Drum drum drummy drum drum. <laughs> Not a mouthful, mate, at all. Um, Paulo and Franz Warmth, Gary Clark, Ollie Law, Sean Moore. And Liam Radbourne. So, everyone who's subscribed, everyone who's joined us, whatever membership tier you've taken, it's hugely, hugely appreciated. So, with that said, Cortez, we're going to hop into this now, and I'm going to I'm going to grill you a little bit, mate. Um, it's the 35th anniversary of the Magic this year. It's the game, day. You're the man in Orlando, as far as I'm concerned. And we've had a little bit of a look at this 35th anniversary look, the unveiling. That's why I've got the blue jerseys behind me, if you're watching on YouTube today. From an Orlando perspective, from someone who's on the ground level, we're, we're all overseas. How has it been received? And what are you going to cop in this throwback merch that's dropping?
1: I'm going to tell you, man, the city is taking it very well. I mean, we've been screaming to pay homage to the to the classics. I know some screaming for the pinstripes and some are screaming for the stars. I mean, we got hints and saw that was going to become the stars with the coming to some of the name tags and everything like that. But I tell you, just watching that T-Mac intro video just staying like goosebumps down my spine. Like, listen, T-Mac, cause I'm, I'm from, I went to Auburn, High school where he played basketball at now. I'm young. I'm he, he's obviously older than me. So he was in school with my brother. He's like a year older than my brother. But so seeing someone that, you know, where you born and raised and grew up at, and he is the face of this video of your favorite sports franchise that you root for, was just breathtaking. So the reception about the jersey is great. Like, I can imagine that the the new material for that jersey is probably more playable, a mm. little bit more, not as heavy as, as some of the players said. Seeing some of the, 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 former players come back and, and take pictures in the locker room. It was just, it was a cool feeling, man. Uh, the only thing that I kind of questioned, though, is like only 10 home games in those jerseys? Yeah. Come on now. That's the only thing I question. Like, we I wish do. it was more we, but
0: more. we need more than that, surely. We,
1: we do. And I, I imagine they're going to probably play something in a, in, on the road. They just didn't announce what road games they're going to play in. But 10 home games in that beautiful jersey? So I'm debating. Do I want to get a Franz Magic jersey or do I want to get a, get a Colt? But I'm definitely going to try cop the shorts. So, as as Gary liked to ask, cop a drop. Definitely copping. Definitely <laughs> copping <him> something.
0: <laughs> it's been so well. – it's it's, for me, it's the price tag on the jersey, the token 140, which, which is immense. But I think if, if I was picking it up, if I do pick it up, it's going to be the same as you. It's going to be a, a Franz or a Cole a Anthony jersey. For whatever reason, I know we know the jersey with the one. That's the most famous number for it. But it does look a bit better, I think, with two two numbers on on that particular jersey. And I know uh, G's going to pick it up. And he's talking about going old school and getting Daryl Armstrong.
1: Ooh, that'd be that'd be dope. Now, see, I just bought the T Mac one mm-hmm. last season, so I was like, huh, I just how fitting I got the Trace McGrady bubble jersey with the stars and. Here's, here's their theme for the jersey. So it's going to be, make me more, more receptive. To, hey, I'm going to wear this. I mean, I'm still going to wear the Tracy Gray jersey guards, but I'm just going to have a little bit more pride doing it. But what about that jacket you saw, Gary? 500 bucks for the jacket that Ryan Anderson was wearing? You paying that price tag?
0: I'm not paying that, but I know somebody who has. <laughs> G, G's paid it. He's paid it? G's paid really? it. Really? Yeah, and I think, uh, I think Dylan has as well from the Patreon. I think they've gone for it.
1: Oh, my. Hey. Those are some hardcore Madden fans because that's that's a price tag, man. Five hundred bucks. <laughs> it, it, looks,
0: it looks great. It looks absolutely. It, it's a fantastic jacket. Um, for me, bearing in mind I'm in the UK, I'm not in Orlando.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When would anyone realize what I was wearing over here if I if I turned up with that on? It'd, people would just be like, "What's that?
1: What's that?" So, how much is that in pounds? What's 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 the the?
0: I think it's about four seventy. <laughs> I'm not. Ba- I'm not
1: buying that. No way. No <laughs> way. It's a mortgage. Amir- Basically, it's almost a car payment for one month. Like, no. Like, I love the magic, but like, I got a couple of jackets in there that will suffice. I'm fine with what I got, and I, I will admire Dylan and and everybody else that got that jacket. So, shout out to them, man. Like, that's that's. That's that's, that's a little G, G said to
0: me, I knew I knew G would get it when I saw it. I was like, G's gonna buy that, and then he on the G- time he was like, oh God, I've got I've ordered the jacket, and I was like, I knew I just knew. Um, but it's nice and it's fair. I, I was just like, tip the hat, fair play, but uh, 500. I was like, man, no, 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 I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. It looks great, but fantastic. There, I agree. Things. There is a limit, and that is my limit, uh, right there. So I was like, "I'm not doing it." But I'm um, my cop, I'm my copper jersey. But I like the. I want to see what the city jersey um, looks like this year as well. Um, mm-hmm. If I was predicting, I think we'll get the same city jersey as last year, but in white.
1: That'd be nice. Uh, that I mean, that jersey kind of grew on me though. I, I was a fan at first, but kind of seeing it and then how they did the court was was dope so like if they do that in white that that would definitely be nice and and i'm pretty sure when when y'all was down i think they did a theme for the game for that so like the intro to the to the games were pretty cool oh did y'all make that for that for one of those games down there
0: not when i was there but it was one i think when possibly mikey og was there okay Um, for me i would like what i would like them to do is i'm convinced they'll keep it and just go white but the way the jersey was kind of like black print inside of it, I would like them to do the pinstripe bit in a light blue. If I, it's I not a bad. White with a light blue pinstripe and then a blue around the letter. And I'll be like, yeah, that would be, that would be pretty cool.
1: Or, or will Nike botch it as usual with the minimalist design that they've been doing, like Chicago Bulls jersey. Uh, come on. They can do so much better. Like the Bulls got one of them throwback jerseys that are nice too. and, and, you can do so much with the red and black, but like that jersey, I'm just like, I'm just hoping they don't botch it with the magic. Like just you, you, let's go two for two with the magic, please. Let's just go, go two to, for two.
0: Go, to, go two for two. Give, <laughs> us, give us something nice there because the potential's there. But um, the the city jerseys that have dropped so far are not good. They, aren't, they are not good. I, I know I tweeted about it the other night and I was like, back to our, in return to our schedule programming. These jerseys suck, basically, and I was like, I'm expecting more of it, unfortunately. But, um <laughs> mate, you did the you did the, um, the season ticket holder experience, and I saw you posted the, the welcome pack with the um, Orlando Magic theme on uh, socials, but you also got the season ticket uh, holder inside tour. What was that like, and did you have any observations when you did it?
1: To the Magic UK listeners, I'm going to give you quite a preview of this, so. Enjoy.
0: Wow. I love it.
1: How dope is this, man? That you get a repertoire of the court or plays the Orlando Magic theme song. Man, let's got like Tracy McGrady right here, Markel Folks, Paulo Bancara, and the beautiful Orlando skyline. So, like, this is pretty cool to so just set up on my little man cave here. And I like, hey, just go open that. Just go open that. And then some other goodies that we got while well, I'm in a show-and-tell show, show and tell mood here.
0: Oh, I'm loving this, man.
1: They gave us coasters. So, like, I got these, these four different coasters, and they gave us, like, this nice little thing that we can hold, mm-hmm. the coasters in. But you go through this, Orlando number six.
0: Yeah, yeah. Six nine.
1: And then, absolutely, Magic 21. And of course, we got to pay homage to Orlando in the year that it was brought into the NBA existence. So, so these are some of the gifts that they give us. So, But to add on, Gary, about the tour, I've been meaning to be a season ticket holder for a few years. Mm-hmm. Last year came up and I kind of missed the opportunity for being a season ticket holder. And I just went ahead and said, you know what? Next year be the year that I'm going to get it. Um, yeah, you said so my... Yeah, exactly. So my, my attention was always going to be a season ticket holder. Um, going around there, we we got to tour the uh, facility, the old practice court. Um, so they, they fed us pretty well. Honestly, this here's the funny story, actually. So they, they see teaching us how to use the magic money and everything like that. And so I haven't ate all day. I, the only day I ate was like just a bowl of cereal, like a bowl of the cereal the whole day so that's when they hold me over like a bag of like smart popcorn or something like that so it, it wasn't much that i ate that day so i was like well let me go down here and try to get something to eat here and they're like oh okay well hey we want you to use your magic money and we're gonna give y'all five bucks and we want y'all to buy the popcorn so i said okay cool so gary i'm eating this popcorn like it's no tomorrow i'm tearing it up Maddie world Peace is next to me because he's the first time season ticket holder too and I'm like, man, I haven't ate all day, man. So I'm literally tearing this box of popcorn up. Like, I'm just like, yo, I just spend like almost $2,000 on these tickets, but i mean this popcorn like I'm just, like it's the first meal or something. And come, come to realize we go downstairs and go to the old practice court and they have tacos ready right there. So I'm like, man, come on, man. If I would have known that, y'all should have said that at the beginning of because I just would have ate a little bit of this popcorn. Now, like a, you know, slob eating this stuff, but it, that's 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 my hunger story there. But we had tacos. They had an open bar for beer and wine, so I had a little bit of Chardonnay and uh, a little bit of Pinot Grigio. You know, just being a little bit fancy, fancy with the pinky. So, um, <laughs> so but they they really said, yeah, we're gonna treat <clears throat> you guys uh, every time you come here to an event. I think there was, I, if I misheard this. I think I heard this correctly, but when they did a hangar event for the season ticket holders and they had all the players, I think they said that the season ticket holders going to be invited to that as well. Wow. So, I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Also walking around the locker rooms was, was sweet. One thing I did notice is Anthony black has his locker next to Markel folks. So maybe that, that mentor role, maybe. So also, just seeing like the old practice court going in there, seeing the banners hanging up and just, uh, and then the one, one that I did here as well too, during the meeting was, and it was a lot of people like for it to be first time season ticket holders. And they said that the sales for, for the season ticket holders triple compared to last year, they tripled. So there's something brewing in Orlando. Seriously. The wave is catching I think we're close to where we go to these games that I think we're going to have a legit home court advantage and seeing and I, And it's crazy that, you know, Apollo just had a pod. I know you saw the clip yesterday mm-hmm. where he's one, one, he said, one of the players grabbed me like, Hey man, they're here. This wasn't like this last year. They're here cause you created a movement. And so Amway has really turned the tide here and and it's cool to See some of these Magic fans that was kinda of on the fence being a Magic fan, come out to woodwork and support this team. Me and you, Gary, we we're gonna support them if they're bad, if they're ugly, and if they're good. So like it turned out good, just better for us. But you know, this this is our our favorite franchise that we root for. And to see that much like engagement with the fans and, and the city and and hearing that the, the season, season tickets. Sales tripled. So yeah, I'm 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 glad I got on now before they, <laughs> before they, before they sell out. So and um so it, it was it was a cool it was a cool experience, Gary, for sure.
0: We saw the because um, we were obviously when the schedule dropped, one we've got like a group chat, um so there's like me, Mikey, G, Paul, and then we've got the Patreon. But in our like group chat where there's the four of us, we were kinda like, okay, did any of these games match our schedule? So G's coming over in February, I believe it is. Um, Paul's looked at it I can't see me or Mikey getting there just because of the way the games have gone this season but we were looking and we were like wow those prices compared to what they were last season and the season before are more because the magic are better and the demand's there you know the the price will be low if people aren't going to go and I looked at that and I was like no they're they're a playoff team's prices that's what that is but I'm, I'm fine with that because I'm like where do we want to be? Well, we want to be playing for something, don't we? You
1: know? Yeah. So, well, well, Gary, I'll tell you this, man, if you ever, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to be a ticket holder for going forward. And I don't see myself turning back anytime soon, but I always feel free, man. Let me know. Hey man, this is what I'm looking at. And, I don't mind looking out for you, man.
0: You know, you know, <laughs> you know, if I book Orlando up, you'll be getting a text straight away. On that hey, email. it's booked.
1: I'll be there. L- listen, like, let me know, and I can work like a season ticket because we get discounts on tickets and stuff like that. So, I always feel free, man. You know, yeah. you, you uh, like family, bro. So, like, don't, don't worry about it, bro. You want to go here and go to a game? Don't let that hold you, because I, I know, bro. I I, I I can work. I can work with you. <laughs> we,
0: we've, we've done we've done this, and it's one of these things where I know that you have the. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but the pregame, the Cortez pregame, I've uh, been a part of that. What's What's the ritual going to be uh, next season? Because I, I believe the bar we went to is no longer there, or it's there, but it's under new ownership. Perhaps am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. So. Do my notes? <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do that n- next? This n-
0: the finger, just or, <laughs> nah. So and, uh, I, my notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, nah. So I, I think what I'm looking at, man, is is I used to go to the lodge pregame yeah. there. I, I had Gary come there before, and and the, the bar shut down. Unfortunately, I and the, the rising costs and. Um, I, well, Orlando now after twelve o'clock you gotta buy another certain kind of liquor license and stuff like that. So um, that was passed like like last year or probably at the beginning of, of of March I believe. So there are certain like old bars that have been downtown are like closing down. So so it's 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 funny and and I I always ask you know people that I've been going to bars so for like hey man you know I've been trying to find a pregame bar like where should I go like do you got any recommendations. And of course, my boy Ricky Bobby at City Ford North, which is my post-game bar uh, during during on the weekends when I go see him and, and go check him out at City Ford North just on the patio. I, I go see him, I'm like, hey man, what's a good bar to go to around here that's nearby Amway? And he's like, oh man, just go to Casey's on Central. Like they, they're reasonable price. The drinks are strong. And you know, some of them guys have been working there for like a decade or so. So I went there the first time and Man, it felt like the lodge all over again. I met some of the locals that go there all the time. Like every time they see me, like, even when I popped in for like the magic event. I went to go have a few drinks. Like Cortez, where you been at? Oh my god, where you been at, man? I'm like, I mean, y'all know y'all. Hey, listen, I know y'all new to this because Ricky knows. Like mm. during the off season, I don't come downtown much. I, I, I don't, man. Like I, I just down. It's it's, it's 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 you hang out there for a. Certain time and you just get out of there and, and you just go home, watch my basketball, get a few drinks and go home because it's, it's it's for the young crowd now, man. I'm, I'm pushing almost 40, so I'm not going to be out to like two or three o'clock anymore, man. That ain't me. I just go to the house and watch sports and have a drink on the couch or something like that. But for the most part, that that's that's my pregame and postgame rituals. I've been going to Casey's. Matter of fact, I just messaged one of the bartenders. He just messaged me talking about, hey, man, I know basketball gonna be all I know it's not I said we're gonna be pretty good this year man I said you sleeping you gonna find out I said hey as long as you see me bro be ready man make my Tito's and he's like I got you man gonna make you a stiff one I said see Adam that's why I like you that's why I like (laughs) you because you're talking my language now but you
0: you do like that Tito's as well uh, if anyone's watching this who knows Cortez or bump syndrome when you're in Orlando he likes Tito's
1: (laughs) so um so now because I'm You've been promoted to like a manager position. You get more PTO days. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, Gary. My my PTO days, I, I get like about 24 mm-hmm. for the whole year. But I work four days and I'm off three. Mm-hmm. And I work during the weekend. So even after this pie, I gotta go back. I gotta go into work. Mm-hmm. Um it yeah. Fun stuff. I don't get weekends off, but that's the the uh area safety manager for, for Walmart. They they have you work weekends. Anywho, I kid you not, I save like about 19 PTO days. And when the magic schedule dropped, I just started plugging them, Man. plugging them. So like, there's going to be days. And I told my manager, like, hey, it's like, you know, if you see me come in and I don't come in on a Sunday and I know it's random, it's probably because it's a magic game. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's a magic home game. And I, I was like, hey, so this is why I'm not going to be here. And then there's like three weeks that are like blacked out due to like Black Friday, mm-hmm. Christmas, New Year's, where we got a lot of sales going on. And so supply chain, we just got to get ready to pack a lot of packages. And, and I'm the safety guy, so I got to make sure they do everything He's in the safe manager, all these pro- programs we got to follow. Uh, so, yeah, I literally plugged in all my PTO days, man, and and did that. But I know, you you know, I'm a food guy, so I want I want to try three places. OK, I haven't tried yet. So I've been to B.A. Burgers. But I want to go to B.A. Sandwiches and these magic men. is He's like, man, you got to go to you got to go to the sandwiches. So um, B.A. is obviously stand for bad boop uh, sandwiches. I'm not going to say the cuss word, but you know what it is. Bad boop sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. But the listeners, too. But it's a sandwich shop down there that they made really good subs and, and hoagies. So I want to check that out. Uh, Mongolian Barbecue. They was supposed to open that up around the pandemic, but it got delayed. So just your just kind of like your um, your poke bowls or uh, Asian fusion bowls that they can make down there. I want to go check that out. That's on Colonial. That's probably not too far away from Amway. Mm-hmm. And then Day's Hot Chicken. Day, Day's Hot Chicken is, is a staple on the on, I believe on the West Coast. So they they opened up a few down here and and it's really supposed to be some some good chicken, man. So those are my three places I want to go check out. And I'm hoping to 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 go look for more. Orlando has been voted like one of the best uh, cities that come to cuisine. And uh, me being on my keto thing, I, I I got certain cheat days and I've been eating a little bit differently and stuff like that. But when it's cheat day or a magic game day, for the most part, I'm going in. Yeah, man.
0: Well, that, that place you took me for the, I think it was a Gringos for the...
1: Uh, Gringos yeah, Gris- Gris- Locos Tacos. Yeah,
0: that was good. That was good. I really liked that. Yeah.
1: Dude, I gotta take you to Taco Cat and come down here. Taco Cat is pretty good. Yeah. They got there's a few like good spots down here, man. They just open up, man. I'm telling you, we're lucky down here, man. They they got some good stuff. A lot of fusion from a lot of people moving in from different places, mm-hmm. and they're opening up different types of food everywhere. And and um, there's, there's some goodies for sure, Gary. And I, and I find them. I will well, find them. Well,
0: <laughs> you're, you're, you're the equivalent of me because when I'm in the where I'm at, I'm kind of like, yep. Yeah, if there's a restaurant or a place that's got good food, I'm going to find it. Absolutely, so it has to be done. But Cortez, you've done um, a lot of road games as a Magic fan as well. Where you've you've kind of done the football thing in this country, where you've gone away <laughs> and watched have been like opposition arenas as a fan. Um, what arenas have you visited, support the, the Magic? And can we expect to see you turning up at uh, any more in the next year or so?
1: Yeah, man. Um, so. I always told myself I wanted to do I I wanted to go to all the NBA arenas. I think it'd be cool. Like if you're if you're a sports fan, particularly your sport, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's cool to be the road fan. I know we we're the home fan often and you got a bunch of people around you supporting you and supporting the same team. So you got the coming goal is try to beat the other team. But it's nothing better than wear your colors on the road and going into another arena. And just watch people just stare at you when you cheer. It is the best feeling in the world. And <clears throat> I'm one of those fans that are that, that, I, I I'm pretty animated at times. I'm not gonna sit here and you like a golf clap. No, I I get into it. Like if Paulo's gonna slam and do a poster on you, I'm I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. So but the games I went to last year, uh I went to went to New Orleans, watched Paulo. Paulo had an amazing fourth quarter there, took off and really Took over and won the game for us. Uh, it, it, you saw the mean with with Mo Vaughn or flexing his chest running right back down the court. And I'm back there looking like a proud dad. There you go, Mo. There you go, Mo. <laughs> so uh, went to the Heat game, of course. Oddly enough, the Heat fans down there are better than the Warren Amway. I don't know what it's about the Amway Heat fans that that near in Kissimmee, orlando. They're very hostile, man. Like they very loud and arrogant but the Heat, I had I had a wholesome conversation with one of the heat fans. So I'm like, "Hey man, what's up with Mo Bamba, man? Like why y'all not playing him?" I'm like, "Hey man, you know, it's just this team has got a lot of depth now. Mo Mo needs to go somewhere else and develop and and now you know, and I, I I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, well, you know, and try to belittle these players, you know. You know, I'm just gonna be honest, give a, a fair assessment of them, And like, "Hey, he needs to work on this. There's some things he he does do well." Um and this is what he needs to work on. He like, man, I love to have him here, man. I said, listen, he'll he'll, he'll come off the bench for you, pop the three, but just just he needs to rebound a little bit better. But he's like, man, like y'all's like, hey, man, which I want, man. So we 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 had a whole like wholesome conversation. I never had one wholesome conversation with a Heat fan at Amway. Yeah. They're just super aggressive and 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 just loud, and so it was cool to see that. So I had that that vibe was cool. Um, I went to. A Mavericks game, but it was when they were playing the Nuggets. That arena is gigantic. Mark Cuban has got money out the wazoo. Like that, that is a hotel. Like I was sitting all the way up because I just like I'm not. They're not playing my teams. I'm just gonna sit all the way up here. And 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 Jokic wasn't even playing. I I was even like, dang, how come Jokic ain't playing? At least I want to see Jokic. He, He wasn't playing, so. And uh, but I love how they do the intro, and then the guy that announced Luca, they did Luca like that, like just just hearing the different intros, how they introduce their team, how they how the fans the chance. So I just I pay attention to all that. I want to see how you embrace that, and I wanted to go to Memphis, mm-hmm. but Josh was playing with guns, toy guns, I guess. I don't know what he was doing, but he was playing with something. Well, we all know he was playing with guns, mm-hmm. and I was. On the fence, I really just had a plane ticket ready to go and a hotel ready to go, but I was like, he, "I'm not going on there." But even Memphis, like, I'm a big hip hop guy, and they played Three Six Mafia mm-hmm. um, in there and get hype. And uh, so they also the, the song "Whoop That Trick" that that was in Hustle and Flow. So you know, they that, that's the song, and they slain the towers around. So and and I've been to Memphis, so I I, I visited Memphis Memphis a long time ago. So like. I, that's energy I wanted to see. Like, I want to be in that arena. Mm-hmm. But I've been to this, I've been to the Celtics arena mm-hmm. uh, a long time ago when they played a match when I used to live in Boston. Been to the Nets Barclays. That's a nice one as well too. Nice nice arena. Mm-hmm. So, but it it was really fun going to these different arenas, see how they do stuff. Boston fans are awesome. I know they get this bad rep sometimes, and some some of them, some of them are. But having a discussion with them where I was. Cheering for Victor Depot. That's that's how long ago I went to, to, to the garden. We was at Victor Depot. And they just staring at me. So some of the games I, <laughs> some of the games I want to go to, Gary, mm-hmm. that I kind of been looking at. I've been looking at that Atlanta game. Um Atlanta's not far. Tickets when I flew there, they kind of just toured the city it was like 50 bucks. So flights are pretty cheap. San Antonio, Toronto, I got my passport. So I'm ready to go call me international, international (laughs) test. So, uh, and Houston, I want to go back to Houston. I was in Houston visiting a friend, Mm. um, for his surprise for his birthday. And, and I went to go check out the Toyota center. Oh, it was nice, man. So I like I got to go catch a game here. Mm. So I'm probably going to go to end the season. I'm on the fence about the all-star game. That's in Indy. Yeah. Yeah. Sacramento, I got a friend that lives up there, so maybe like Charlotte and Washington are, are what I'm looking at as, too. So that's what I'm looking at as far as the road games.
0: For road, I haven't seen the magic on the road, but I have been in Toronto's arena. So I saw the Raptors play the Pistons when it was Chris Bosch was playing for the Raptors, and the Pistons had um, like Rip Hamilton and Phillips and such. I saw them. Lovely arena, really nice arena. Um, Toronto weren't very good then, so this whole Jurassic Park thing wasn't a thing, and it was really quiet. It's probably the best way I could put it. There was a lot of there was a lot of Detroit fans there because the Pistons oh, were wow. good, um, and it's not that far from Detroit, I suppose. So I guess there'd be people before the Raptors franchise actually existed. Might have been Pistons or Bulls fans because they were that close and they could have gone over. But there was Rap- there was Pistons fans there, and then I've been to MSG, and I saw, I saw the Knicks play the Bucks, and it was when Carmelo was playing for the uh, the Knicks, and that was pretty good. But I didn't think the atmosphere was any better than the Orlando Arena when we when I saw us play. And I asked my dad, I was like, "Am I being biased here?" I was like, "What do you think?" And he went, "No, it's not, it's not anything to write home about. It wasn't where you went. It was great because you were in this old arena." And you could feel the history of it all, but the atmosphere wasn't electric, I would say. And then I've been inside, and this is a long time ago, I've been inside the Hornets Old Arena.
1: Oh, nice.
0: So it was when, um, you're talking Larry Johnson, (laughs) you're talking Larry Johnson time period, I think. Maybe Glenn Rice, it was around that time period. But... um, I've got family in Carolina, and my half-cousin took me to the arena, walked up to the security guard, and this was when she was in a, like... She was at college at the time, and she was like a cheerleader, and, and she was just like, can my cousin come in the arena for two minutes and kind of smiled at the security guard? And he was like, yeah, really quickly, took me through, went, there's the court, and it was like, get out. <laughs> you know, like, you've So <laughs> go. So that was, that was pretty cool. But um, I would love... I would love to go and see, if I was going to go to a game, if the Magic and the paces were good, I think Indiana would be pretty wild because it's just a basketball place to be. Boston, I think, would be as well, but I've heard the same stories as you. I think Philly would be pretty cool. I've got a friend who lives in Philly and is a a Philly fan. I think that would be interesting, especially with Markel. Um, And I think... If we were on the same trajectory, because I think Houston and OKC are kind of our comparables with us, and you could argue maybe Detroit. We're all on a Mm -hmm. similar trajectory, I think, at the minute. So I think going to either of those arenas and seeing how they react to young players, teams around about the same, having the same expectations but in the West would be quite interesting as well, plus Houston and OKC are basketball cities.
1: You know, so. hey, can I can I can I add to your point? I wanted to, I ain't want to cut you off because you were breaking it down so well. Mm-hmm. You said the New York environment for as far as the Madison Square Garden, it was kind of like dull.
0: It was all right. That was about it, really.
1: Do, do you know why?
0: I don't know why actually, because at the time they had Carmella when they were pretty good.
1: Oh, I'm gonna answer this for you. All the New Yorkers moved to Florida, man. You go to all these Magic Knicks games, man. Matter of fact, man, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm very cool with like three or four Knicks fans, and and I'm gonna get the lead pass here. But
0: they all move down here. <laughs> Are they called Snowbirds?
1: <laughs> they all move down here, and, and and it's crazy. And then listen, this ain't. It's it's just look, 30 second rant on New York, man. Y'all, y'all brag about how New York is so great, but y'all moving down here, man. I'm ready to get a house, man. I'm in a apartment right now. I'm ready to get a house. That's causing awesome going up because y'all keep moving down here, but that's my little mini rant about that. But no, I just wanted to chime in on that. But but yeah, I, and then you you also mentioned um what did you mention? You, you mentioned something about uh, you was going to your team and I, and I had a thought, but I just blushed. I, so I just the,
0: the Raptors weren't anything when I went; they were poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would I've been in Charlotte's arena, and then I, I've actually been in Dallas's arena because I saw a Bruce Springsteen gig when I was in town there which yeah. is cool. Um, and then I would like to see all at it either at Indiana or in um OKC or Houston.
1: Yep. Detroit. I got family Detroit and I I think I saw some of their games. They're like in the winter. So I'm like skeptical if I want to go during the winter. But uh maybe, but I I do want to cause I, I was just up there just for the summer. My niece graduated high school and you know their arena is nice. Like that whole downtown area is nice and on Naga recommend if you if you if you guys like Eminem and you want to go try mom's spaghetti, don't. No. Don't. Don't. You're paying $13 for a bucket of Chinese bucket of spaghetti with three meatballs and some some bread that's just got some 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 Italian season with butter on it. And Eminem's profiting off that because, you know, a rap song. <laughs>
0: well, my illusion shattered because I saw you had the box of it, and I was like, hmm, if "I've never really tried. Probably won't be, but if I ever am,
1: I, I fell into the tourist trap." And my family was so disappointed that we won. like, he was like, "What? now you sure you want to go here?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go here." I was like, "Let's go here. Let's go here." Cortez, come on, you from Orlando? This, this is a tourist trap at its finest. You finna? I fell for it. I fell for it.
0: <laughs> well, never again. And anyone who's listening to this is going to now know don't go for mom's spaghetti, you know?
1: <laughs> if you go, don't say out today. If, if you do go and you disappoint and you heard on the Match UK, I told you so. Yeah. You should
0: be handing that money over. Your palms are sweaty and all this when you're handing the money over. You, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs>
0: so it's big. Been- hey, I- sorry, man.
1: You good, you're good, you're good.
0: I was I was waiting, I was like, I'm gonna get palms and sweaty in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a week in the NBA this week, and I know it's a big week when casual NBA fans who don't really watch the NBA send me text messages going, What's going on with Damon Lillard to the Bucks? Um so we've had this huge trade that's happened. Um Miami's kind of had the biggest meltdown since Chernobyl, I think. Uh, where <laughs> you basically <laughs> everybody's went Karen, or, or, certainly on Elon's app, everyone's went Karen. So if we look at it, um, what's your take on this? Do you think it's, do you think Portland's got a good deal as it has it shook the NBA up? Are the Bucks the favorites for the title now? Where you're at with this, mate?
1: <sighs> well, listen, <laughs> see, seeing, the he fans, <laughs> see, see, seeing the Heat fans, seeing the Heat fans melt down has just been. Fantastic! It's it's just it's been such a good day, and I got to trade when I was at Disney, so I didn't get like I got like half of the details in about the deal. But the he fans' reactions has been priceless. They're they're still complaining to this day. I woke up and I'm, and it's, it's just it's just another day on 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 X or Twitter, what are we calling it now. You just check it and see up. Oh, there's another he fan complaining. There's another he fan complaining. Oh boy, he's looking at the way he looks when he come into the arena. Why is he late? He don't want to be here. Okay. I mean, I, I guess whatever help you sleep at night. But <laughs> so the deal itself, I think all teams made out great, to be honest. Like, so we – Giannis has been very vocal more than usual. And that kind of bugged me a little bit that, you know, he was putting it out there. Like, I need this team to give me help. And if not, Ali. Or he just kind of hinted at, like, oh, I just got to see. And he just – Giannis is usually – not like that," he said. He just applied the pressure to the Bucks, which it worked out. Now, now you got Damon Lillard. Now, their demons might take a little step back because Drew Holiday is just that dude. Like he's he's really really good, and um he can he, he he's going to impact a and 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 a competitive team in, in a positive way. Mm. Now, Portland they got DeAndre Ayton. If you saw the video where he walked in the Portland facility, he's like the, it's like I've been drafted again. Like what did y'all do to that man, Phoenix? What did y'all do to him? Because he he looks like generally a different person. Like he's, but his skills get let's let get to his skill. He, he is a double double um, machine. He can score uh, inside outside. Gets you with the mid range. You he can hit, he, he's a decent post up player. He rebounds the ball pretty well. And you put him with a young button core with Scoot and Simons and and Shaden Sharp and. You know, you got, you got Jeremy Grant as defender on the wing for now until they decide what they're going to do. Now, I know they're going to offer Drew Holiday. I think if I was Portland, I can, for one season, let him mentor Scoop. Like, the value of having someone like that on your roster to mentor him can go a long way. But I understand that you're trying to get younger and, and everything like that and you want to get some more assets. So, there's been rumors about where Drew might go. So So, for you to flip that and get assets – where team is young And you also get What's what's important too Is that pick that they get It's in 2029 It's it's unprotected Like I Like no top three It's unprotected So 2029 You, you watch Giannis Where his contract Would with be Within that time frame. Dame is already What 33, 34 Can't remember the Zach A, But he's They're up there He's Both
0: a, done They're both done by yeah.
1: yeah Yeah You gotta imagine So mm. You know and Portland is, can really do some damage with that. Phoenix did the perfect, was the perfect third, third team. Mm-hmm. They, we, we all said about Phoenix, right? They want to go get Bradley built mm-hmm. that they have no bench depth, none whatsoever. So you get Grayson Allen. Like that's a shoe that you got coming off the bench. Nazir Little is nice, nice little wing slash hybrid big man. So you got some pieces. So I, I felt like all these teams that was in this trade was, they did well, like they did well. And, um, I, I listen, I, I, I like, I like it, but it, it, so here's a, the idea that's been running around Twitter. And, and I got to give Leon belly credit to this. And I got to see what you think about this, Garrett. Cause you probably saw me retweet this tweet. I think so. So a magic fan needs to wear a lil Bucks or jersey to 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 the game bro game. What's your thoughts about that? Should, should, listen, can can we get some guys? I need I need all the Orlando Magic podcasters to come together. And even Orlando Magic Twitter or even Bucks Twitter. I got the perfect guy to wear it too. There's this guy I follow on Twitter called the Napier Foundation Mike. He's all in. He wants to do it. And <laughs> So can you imagine like a bunch of like Magic fans coming in? There's just that one Damian Lillard jersey and he fans that's been so, so vocal about their displeasure about the trade and what they had to offer and everything like that. So it's still in their heads because this is now going on like three or four days that this trade has happened. So imagine going to the beautiful Kaisia. Arena. where well, they they named they they didn't change the name so many dang times now. I don't know what they call themselves. But you walk into that arena, see those banners that they got. They they remind you they got these banners. <laughs> oh man, get this this nice Bucks Damian Lillard zero jersey, and sit by just those beautiful, mad arrogant Heat fans. I'm all in. I want to troll them so bad with that. So. I'm thinking about pitching in, buying a, a Bucks jersey or at least a Bucks shirt or something. But, um, but all in, and all, in all, man, culture, the trade culture, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, that... the culture. Hey, man. but hey, you know what? It's all good. They didn't get Damian Lillard. They got R.J. Hampton.
0: That's. Do you know what? I like R.J. But
1: I man. do too. I do but, too. Uh... <laughs>
0: What got me about it all, and it, this is a sports thing for me, and it, it's not necessarily a Miami swipe because I could think of other teams, it's the entitlement of we should have him because it's us, and then the whole thing about tampering, and I was like, do you really think that LeBron James and Chris Bosh just happened to turn up in Miami, that that wasn't tampering during like, Team USA and there was talks going on? I was like, Miami are one at the one... Biggest tamperers ever when that happened, and now you're talking about tampering. It's it really was. It was like I want to speak to the manager. That that's kind of where that was, and I laughed because I was like, I want Yanis to get some help. You know, I've got no problem if the Bucks go and win a title as long as it's not at the expense of Orlando. I don't care. But it was the whole we're going to get Dame Lillard and nobody else is, and it's like, well, no, they didn't want to do that deal, rightly and when you look they've gambled on a guy who's on their timeline when they why why would you want Tyler Hero? Like I'm not knocking Tyler Hero he's a good player he's probably comparable to Aiton in what he gives you mm-hmm. the facts are that Portland have their Tyler Heroes they have their Shaden sharps they have the guards and people like that who can do that job Portland needed a young big to go in there they've got the they've got Scoot. So that's yep. that replacement right now. They've got and Sharp. They've got Simon's there's their one to three. So they needed a four or five. And they got that and they got the mentor, which they can either keep or spin. You know, they've got they've got an all star there out of the deal. They've got a, you know, a number former number one pick. They've got unprotected and then they've got a they've got a an all star who can mentor for them. You know, it was a way better deal. Um so I know on Orlando Twitter there's people, there's been discussion in our group as well about Drew Holiday and allegedly it's two first-round picks as the asking price for Drew. Um, would you want Drew in Orlando, Cortez, or would, would you pull the trigger on it, or would you prefer Buddy Healed, or would you just sit for now?
1: I've been very bullish on just sitting down and evaluating one more year. Um, Matters fans or are- this this team that we have right now, as beautiful the as depth is right now, it's not gonna last forever, unfortunately. We we gotta make tough decisions. And some some of our fan favorites just are not gonna stick around. It it it, it just I guess when you've been long as basketball fans, me and Gary, this team, and you know that just it's destined to happen. And to some of our young magic fans, just be just be aware of that. To answer Gary's question, though. I mean, if I have a – listen, Drew Holiday is great, and I'm not saying i I love to have him. I just feel like for, for our timeline in regards to him, and, and it's, it's kind of like similar players because we got similar players like him and Anthony Black that are like defensive guards, defensive-minded guards first, pass-the-ball first, guards. It wouldn't be a bad ad. I wouldn't be opposed to it. But, man, if I got a shot to get a 40% career three-point shooter that only missed five games in his NBA career – that can spread the offers for Paolo and Franz. I mean, you hey, you're not going to be able to guard him a certain way. You're not going to be able to hedge off a little bit. You can't hedge off Buddy. I mean, yeah, Gary is, does suffice, but Gary needs to take more threes if we're going to keep Gary Harris. But Buddy Hill takes eight threes a game, and it's a career 40% three-point. Yeah, I know his defense ain't the best. That's why we got all the athletes around here to 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 definitely be where we can definitely hide them a little bit mm-hmm. and you can put Markel Fultz on the uh the, the better guard and let Buddy guard the other the other guard that's not much of a threat mm-hmm. and just live with live with the results that way but yeah I'm I'm all for trying to get Buddy Hill if that's the case but I'm also fine with just staying one more year and then unfortunately making tough decisions on some of these players
0: it's a funny one and I think I think you're right cuz on one hand Drew Holiday is a signal of intent if if we pull the trigger it's like we're going in this year. And I know we had a Patreon event, Cortez, um, which wasn't recorded last Friday. And in there, my, my point was, we we're talking Buddy Healed. is when do you want to be good? So if you want to go, if you want to go right, let's start throwing the chips in now and go to be a guaranteed playoff team. I know some people would go, oh, well, you could have Evan Fournier. It's the t- same type of thing, but it's a totally different context. If you added Fournier in his prime in Orlando to this magic team. Now he's an asset. He's a, he's an asset then because, because he's yeah. not option two, he's then option five. And that's totally different. Prime Fournier at option five on is better than Fournier being put in a superstar role, which he never would be.
1: Boy, um, that'd be good. You are yeah. right, Gary, that would be good. Would Every four years, a fifth, year is a fifth option. option.
0: Yeah. It changes yeah. everything. If you, if you get Fournier from, you know, five years ago, Six then that that that's good. But putting Buddy Heald in is a similar type of thing. And I think Buddy Heald would push us into a top six seed. I really, really think that. But I also know that he maybe quite doesn't quite fit the timeline. So for me it depends on the asking price because I think I think Tumor's days are coming to an end. And I say that as someone who really likes tumor and I think he had one injury too many at the wrong time. And it's knocked his timeline, because when he came into the team, when we'd blown it all up, Tumor looked like he was going to be a serviceable 15 points a game, 12 to 15 points a game guy if he started, or off the bench a good hand who you could throw in as a lockdown defender, and I think the injuries and the confidence and such have taken a toll there, so I think if you were saying Tumor and Gary Harris for Buddy Healed, you really look at that but I'm, I'm not they... I'm not throwing yeah. Paper. Or anyone else in Norway.
1: I mean, that's my starting point mm-hmm. and see what they see what they bite. Yeah. Then I'm really be like, okay, well, let me let me try one more. What about some draft picks, possibly? Just at least Warren maybe. Mm-hmm. And would I maybe throw that Denver first? Maybe. Maybe. But I even mean, I still think that's too much. Mm-hmm. Because this is a guy that's aspiring and he has to sign a contract. Now, if he's like, okay, I want to sign Cindy Orlando, cool. But he's like, nah. I'm just going. I like cool. Well, Gary and 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 Chuma. And and Gary has been on record saying that he'd he, he like to go back and play Indiana. Like that's where he's from. He's from that that state. And, and he's been on record saying that he'd he like to go back home and play. So like, I mean, why not? But as much as I, Gary's good for for the for the uh, locker room here. I'd Like to have him if he wants to stick around. And yeah, man. So like, it's, it's you're right, Gary. I think it's one of those that wherever the management evaluate our timeline and how they want to accelerate that buddy Hill is something that you could consider to add because of his threat on the, on the wing shooting. And he's also eighty-seven percent percent free throw shooter. So you got Paula that's getting us into the penalty earlier. So you just get more chance to go to the stripe and have him going to the line and Franz going to the line. We got good free throw shooters. Cole's a good free throw shooter. So you're going to go early early. Now these guys can start driving to the rim and and, and create their own shot or, or get forced to ref to make a call. So, yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's a just an interesting place to be out on the board to decide what you want to do when that when someone like that's available.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, and another guy who we've seen pop up on air uh, on Twitter this week again is Dwight Howard, and we've already discussed him on the pod and we've had it out and we were two and two split about whether we were taken back you know there was if it was a one day thing that's a different matter altogether but i think um g and paul were very much bring dwight back and me and mikey i think were a little bit more mm, don't know about that i know for me the dwight mares fresh in my mind still aren't. i don't think i'll ever quite for me the way dwight exited orlando was worse than the, how shack went because dwight forced his way out whereas that, in my opinion, I might catch some flack for this. I do think the Magic played a role in Shack going with the the contract that was offered, and such compared to the Lakers one. But Dwight Howard said he would like to finish up his career in Orlando. He's open to that. Would you take Dwight back if the roster spot was there? Say we traded Tuma.
1: I'm just trying to figure out what the White doing. Is it for? Is it really genuine that he wants to come out of Orlando? Is it just attention? he's been very vocal about trying to get back into the NBA, get a contract. I, I listen, I, the white mayor, I know it's still fresh in our minds. Um, it's one of those that. Uh, it's, 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 I can see where you're coming from, but at, at the end of the day, I also can like the way he handled it was just poor. It, it, it was just poor in this part. Um, kind of like how Daniel was just vocal about his trail. Like, okay. Do we get it? You want to get out of there, but it's just, just, a uh, like the way Kevin Garnett held his trade request was beautiful. He didn't come out and say anything. He let it play out. It just let it develop naturally. Now Minnesota still love this guy ten decades later. Like KG is a let. He can walk around, and I'm pretty sure he'll get any plate of food or or a drink that he wants. Dwight, not so much. There's still fans on the fence with him. It would be cool for like a one day thing. I, will, will I be like pushed by if he does come back for a year? I, I mean it is what it is. I mean I listen he, at the end of the day we, we, we do have a weakness in in rebounding the ball so I mean it's like the white can't come in and fill that need he definitely can he's still in great shape. so I'm not going to sit here and turn the eye to that like some of the things that we do need from this from from this guy does fit if he does want to come back and play. But with that, listen, I'm I'm just the one day I, I side with, with you and Mikey. If he's come back and signed the one day, that's fine. There's there's a lot of certain more certain more big that can service the point there that the white can go to the contender. But also and now I, I do look at on this side as well, too. Like our our new management has been big on like player relations and and building up like, you know, just that. Everybody that's come at Orlando for the most part has been very complimentary about it. Even the white, even when I'm sorry for Stan Van Gundy wife passing away. Um, you know, he was just like, it's it's a place that, you know, it's funny how Orlando get ragged on about, you know, this is a you know property franchise, but a lot of fans come back here. A lot of a lot of players are actually still got houses in Orlando. So so I wonder if, if it does, if they do sign the right for like a one year, mm-hmm. how good does it look from a player relations standpoint that this was a player that left y'all on bad terms mm-hmm. and he came back with new management and made it work, at least for a standpoint that now he can go off and retire with the Magic. Mm. I mean, that's something to consider too. Like maybe maybe from a player relations standpoint, it may put Orlando in a bigger spot of light if we try and get some free agents to come here. And be like, you know what? They had a bad riff with Dwight. And they kind of mend that a little bit. So I'm I'm willing to kind of listen to what this franchise gotta say, what they can sell me on here. I mean, honestly, we can just sell you Paula Bankera on Franz Wagner. That should be the selling point. But aside from that, you know, there's other perks to come into Orlando and and play relations is is one of those as well.
0: I'll well, tell you, man, as an outsider, anybody who said that doesn't that don't want to live in Orlando there's something wrong with them because as an outsider i'm like hey if i if i win the lottery next week Cortez, i'll be i'll be dropping you a message saying there's a housewarming happening (laughs) and i'll be somewhere like Isleworth or somewhere like that and i'm happy to live there so if anyone's watching this and they're not happy living in orlando and they're based in celebration or Isleworth or somewhere like that i'll take your house off your hands no problem and i'll, I'll happily live there because it's a really nice place to live the dwight thing, let's go yeah oh yeah the dwight thing though it's for me i can't forget how it was and you know back in the real gm days if people were to trace my posts back in that last season around a trade deadline i was just like go just go i've kind of had enough now um I wonder if it's a thing that he hasn't he failed to get on the Warriors team. Something happened there. I would be interested to know what that was that made them pull out at the eleventh hour. But I would be like, are you mature? Are you going to be a good influence on this team? And do you really want to play for this team? Or is it a case of you see this is the best shot at getting one final NBA contract? And then it's a case of, well. Oh, like it's like it's like someone saying that um he is he is their former partner who left them twenty years ago or fifteen years ago and life hasn't been so kind and then they've turned up again and said, Oh do you want to give it another shot? There is that element and you don't want that. You want the element of I want to be here where I realise I am not Superman. Dwight Howard, it's not my team, it's not the house that Dwight built. It's Paolo, it's Franz, it's Cole, it's Markel, it's all of those guys. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to come in and say, this is how you win. Apparently, he's a smart basketball guy. I'm going to put my arm around these guys. I'm going to put my arm around Wendell, etc. I'm going to help these guys out. And then basically, I want to be here as the 12th man on this team, getting another ring and giving the city what I really wanted to give the city in 2009. If that's Dwight Howard's interview, then I'm like, hey, Dwight, if there's a roster spot, there's your vet minimum.
1: Very well put, Gary. I couldn't agree more. Everything you just said was 100 facts, man. So you put that very well. I ain't got anything to add, man. That was beautiful put, man. I got to give you a round for that one. That was nice.
0: <laughs> right <laughs> off of your agent if you watch it. <laughs> so, we're looking at the season, Cortez, and – can you see any magic player getting individual awards this season? Do you think anyone's gonna be getting a most improved, a sixth man, all NBA, all-star, all rookie? Any predictions?
1: So I know a lot of Magic fans have been thinking that Markel Foles could be in the run for most improved player. Yeah. I call me crazy. I think Franz gonna be in the run for that. Mm-hmm. I think Franz's gonna be, I really think that the this is what I this is why I love the FIBA game so much. Is that we get some of our players that um, get to put put us on a on, on a bigger scale. A lot of people that didn't see Franz play, they got to see him play on a national stage. I mean, I know Schroeder was the the engine for that team, mm-hmm. but you heard the coach himself said that he's the future. He's the future of Germany basketball, awesome. and to have that guy on our team is such a cool honor, man. Like it's like I wasn't like I wasn't even mad when. Like, Jeremy, I mean, I was upset that Team USA lost, don't get me wrong, but, like, to lose to that team, that was, I think a lot of us even predicted when we saw them play that they was a, they was a, uh, a metal team. Like, they was a metal team off rip, so for them to get gold, congrats. But back to the question, I feel like, I feel like that Franz is in the run for that. Markel definitely can put the league on Lotus. Um, obviously, he was a big impact because when we started the season without him, we went five and 20 and and so that'll tell you how much of an impact he is having him on the court. Mm-hmm. All-star, I, I think Paulo is going to be our only all-star. I think Franz will get there eventually. But it, it would be good to have one. If we get two, then, man, Orlando's doing something right. Like, this, we already done talk about how brutal the schedule is to start. And if they start better than what we think they are going to start with this tough schedule, then if they get two all-stars mm-hmm. – that that tells you that indication, like Orlando's doing something right. So, those are my really only, only awards right now. I don't think I think for like I feel like that Anthony Black can probably be on the All NBA, maybe like second team. Depends how much playing time he gets and stuff like that. But Jet, I, I think I still think he gonna need some time to to cook a little bit and develop. So I don't think he'll make an All Rookie team. Mm-hmm. If he does. I definitely eat my crow on that, but I definitely think Anthony Black could probably be like a, you know, second team based, based on his defense alone. He, he's he's going to be on the all star second team, and both of them. I think I feel like he gets invited to the rookie game too, as well. Rookie sophomore or the World versus USA game thing that they do now, which is by the way fantastic. So
0: it's interesting what you're saying there because I I look at it and I think Cole's going to be in the talk if he's healthy. I think he could be a top five sixth man.
1: Oh, absolutely!
0: Because uh, uh, look at what he did when he got healthy and like, really got into the role. I also, I think we've got another guy who could be in the most improved player, and I think it's Suggs could be in that if he gets. I expect Suggs to start the season at shooting guard. I, I expect opening night that it's going to be Jalen and Markell in the backcourt, and okay. if he gets the minutes and he stays healthy, that's how we ended last season if you put those over starter minutes with like a 35 36 37 three-point shot the defensive things he does the magic improving jalen suggs's numbers could start to look nice i would be really interested because we we've heard that jonathan isaac's in the best shape that he's ever been in i would be I'm really that player
1: Comeback player?
0: (laughs) I'm wondering if there's something in that. Like if if Gi plays, and I want to buy into it one last time, (laughs) he's going to play. But you know, I I think there's a chance that he gets minutes at the five, because you you know Wendell doesn't always stay healthy either. So if he's going to get minutes, that's where Gi might find them. But if G.I. took that starting spot, which he won't start the season, but if he did, if something happened with minutes, him proving himself, him being healthy, Wendell getting injured, etc., that front three of G.I., um, Paolo and Franz would be quite an interesting front court to have. Um, maybe a little bit light on the rebounding, but it would be interesting.
1: I think every Magic fan has said that Jonathan Isaac is the S-factor. He is the one that can propel us from a play in to a playoff team. So depending on how he plays, if he stays healthy, and if they're bullish about of how healthy he is and how good he's got, I mean, listen, we we all we all seen a healthy Jonathan Isaac and what he can do and and everything like that. So you just really hope that him being away from this long that he hasn't really lost it. They took a precaution and sit him out, but man, Gary, if that guy. If we get that guy and we think and know who he is and he was actually supposed to be the face when we him and Mark was supposed to be the face when we moved on from Bucha Bitch and everybody else, dude, like John Isaac can really he's the one that really can propel this team. I know folks did his thing last year and brought us back from that mm-hmm. start, horrible start we had. But if we get an and an engage John Isaac, man, bro.
0: GI 11 games. They ain't ready. Eleven they ain't games, ready minutes restriction. Orlando win nine, narrowly lost the 10th one because G.I. couldn't feature anymore. Orlando could have really gone 10 and 11 out of yep. those games. That's insane about the impact that guy can have. So it's interesting. Um, I know we're nearing time here, but I know you've been uh, you've been at Halloween Horror Nights, Cortez, and we hit that up last year. How, how was the Halloween Horror Nights this year?
1: So it was pretty good, man. I actually knocked out 600 houses and i mean i i went i i guess the trick is gary you, you the earlier you go the better because we i went last year when you was there and it was like near the end of october i don't know how many houses you've been through i only went to like two or three it was packed last year so but i, I got i went through the stranger things warehouse i thought that was the best one the the vecna the upside down world was just fantastic um i went with my co-workers again because um, Walmart is paying a tab for us to go to Halloween Horror Nights, which is very nice of them. <laughs> so yep. I don't have to pay hundred bucks. So they just say, Hey, we'll pay the ticket for you. I'm like, I ain't going to say no to that. So, but when we with my coworkers, I, I go with two of my female coworkers that are just scared by a mouse. So by the time I can't really like really enjoy because they're gripping my shirt and stuff like that and holding my arm and, mm-hmm. and just making the scene. So we were just laughing at them. So I, I was like, told thaddeus he's other manager i was like hey man let's let's just go two or three two or three these by ourselves because i want to actually enjoy it i want to see if they can actually scare me. a few of them made me jump a few few of them made me jump but so the coolest one gary was the duel and dragons one so you go in there and then near the end you get to choose your path all right so and then there's something like a there's supposed to be like some kind of clue that they're doing to like the party something like that so that's like an inside scoop. I guess I chose the wrong pack, but I didn't see what he was talking about. Yeah. My friends told me that, but Last of Us was uh, very May, mm-hmm. and yeah, man. So, but it's definitely they—they they did a good job, man. They—I went—I went through six of so them, man. Uh, definitely try to enjoy it more than I did last year. So,
0: Stranger Things would have definitely been my go-to. Um, so I'm not surprised at that at all. I'm just really jealous that I haven't got to see it this year because. It was immense last year, and that sounds even better this year. Yeah. So, two more things, Cortez. One, plug your podcast by all means. And the final point is, where do the Magic finish the season? Playoff, playing, or lottery?
1: Okay, so let's let's go ahead and and answer your Magic question here. Um, listen, I'm I'm, I'm I'm more optimistic about this team than I have ever been. I think a lot of us are. Uh, we, we saw what how they end the season very, very close. I know statistically it was a long shot to get into the play-in, but, man, we was close. And seeing what one of those play-in teams did to go to the NBA Finals, ah, just makes make us kick ourselves even more. You know, a lot of things. Let's, and the, the NBA playoffs have been great for parity the last few years. It's been fantastic, and I hope it stays that way. The Magic will... Here's my bold prediction. The Magic will have a top 10 defense. Now, if you remember the baby bulls that had, like, Kirk Hearn, Derrick Rose, uh, Joe Kim, Noah, they had a a top three defense, but, like, a 27-ranked offense and still was, like, a top three seed team. Now, I'm saying Orlando's not going to be a top three seed, Mm. but I'm telling you, Orlando is going to... It's gonna shock some people, man. Like, and and it's 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 we're just gonna laugh. It's it's just gonna be it's gonna be hilarious to see how if everything plays well, this team stay healthy. Knock on wood. I saw that article that dropped talking about oh this is the health that Orlando being the camp. Knock on wood because I I don't I don't buy it. I don't. Nope. We have been through the injury luck with this team. I'm knocking on wood. Please put them in bubble wrap. I don't want no injuries, man. I'm praying. I'm sending good vibes for them to be injury. Answer this question, Gary. Though I think we get to succeed, be between forty to forty five wins, and I definitely want the Celtics to heat in the first round. I want one of those teams so bad in the first round. Mm-hmm. They say the Heat and imagine not a rivalry. Well, let's rekindle that because it. Listen, it gets intense down here in some like y'all. Y'all say it's not right, but y'all act a certain way when y'all come to Amway Center and we go down. Yeah, it's like no, mm-hmm. it's it's it gets intense with Miami and and, and Orlando play Celtics from a standpoint too. I, I got a guy that uh, one of my associates is very. He, he he's predicting thirty eight wins, and I have to remind him, like, well, you remember we beat you three out of four times, so. And then I got a buddy that I, I go to all the games. He he's very bullish about himself too. I just just want to make them eat crow sometimes. So, but that's my prediction. What's what's your thoughts, man? I, I want I want to see. I know you probably already discussed it, but what's what's your quick thoughts?
0: I think if everything goes right in terms of our injury list stays empty and the NBA doesn't trade, we don't see a, a monster trade like Chicago or Toronto or Miami get, you know, Drew Holiday could move the needle for those teams, for example. Like you put Drew Holiday on the Bulls, that changes the Bulls massively.
1: massively. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. Right now
0: Orlando's better than Toronto. I think Orlando's better than Chicago right now. So I think if things stand as they are, we're at the least to play in, but we could squeak sixth. And I say that because I look at the Knicks and I think the Knicks are good, but I don't think it's a happy camp in New York. But again, New York could be a team who swing for holiday, which would make sense because they could then change Brunson round. So I'm going to say that we finish, we're certainly in the playing, maybe straight into playoffs, but I think we're going to get 39 to 43. That's nice. At, That's nice. That's kind of where I'm at with wins, 39 to 43, um, and I think a magic player will get some type of award, as in whether it's on the rookie team, or whether it's a sixth man, or whether it's a comeback, or whether it's all star, or somebody's going to get something. Because I think there's if those things happen, there's been noise to go along with. Some something's happened. If Orlando, if Orlando gets the sixth seed, something has happened within that, where paulo has gone off for 25 points a game, for example, and then you think, well, Paulo's an all-star, <laughs> that type of... Yeah. I think something something will happen. Someone will take a leap or something, but something will happen for one of our players.
1: and we Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, I, I want to ask you a question before I... I know you want to wrap up here. Yeah. I made a bet one of my my house manager, right? Yeah, yeah. I wanted, I wanted you to know if this is a good bet. I made a bet that the Orlando Magic have a better record than the Detroit Pistons, and whoever the winner has to buy lunch. Now I want to hear your answer, but before I get answer, I got a plan because I already know I'm going to win this bet. But what what's your thoughts?
0: <laughs> I think if everything stays injury free, I think you're picking the restaurant you want to be taken to.
1: <laughs> so, so Gary, here's here's my plan. I'm gonna have him Uber eats me a steak. <laughs> with a baked potato. I want a lukewarm steak with A1 sauce and a lukewarm baked potato and it'll be delivered to me. I want you to pay the escher money for this ridiculous bet that you just bet me, if healthy. It's a ridiculous bet. And I will use plastic silverware to cover that steak just to prove my point because I know they won't have silverware for me to use there. I want to send a message. So Orlando, knock on wood, stay healthy and help me send a message to my Detroit Pistons fan.
0: Detroit's <laughs> been put on notice and it's not going to be my mom's spaghetti, is it?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cones, okay. you've, got, you've got this pod, um, Balls Now caught. I know the pod because it's on my download list, but can you just anyone who hasn't heard of it, would you give it a quick plug and how you can find it on socials?
1: Absolutely guys. So yeah, Balls Now Court podcast. Um, always a pleasure to link up with Gary and Orlando Magic UK. Uh, too bad some of the panels was uh, jet lag and all that and has stuff to attend to, but I catch them. We'll, 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 we're we'll, we going to toss some hoops for, for sure. But if you want to listen to the podcast, guys, you can go to YouTube, just literally type in BIOC podcast. Uh, if you want to go find it on the socials, we're on S Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. all of it's the same BIOC podcast. Facebook is, is just boss, not podcast. Uh, Kevin Carter and Paul Mac are my co-hosts. So if you want to listen to football, hop on now. If you don't, just wait. I'm the basketball guy, obviously. So I'm the one that plug in. I get some of these guys that represent basketball well. I like to get some of the best basketball and football minds. And we just discuss sports, man, in a in a humorous manner. Uh shout out to Steven Taylor. If you see, if you go in and, and subscribe to the podcast. The logo is so fantastic. The layout is fantastic. And and I want to give him a shout out, man, because he. I'm not really good at Photoshop. I'm good at everything else, Adobe, as far as editing video and audio. But he's the man to come to that. So I want to give him a shout out for that. And and thanks for you guys for having me on again. It's always fun to come on, on in Imagine UK.
0: Loved having you on. And I know we've been talking about it again for a while because I was like, you are coming back on this pod. Right? You've got to come back on. <laughs> and it's, it was kind of like we just said, it's going to happen shortly before the season. And here we are a week before media day and you're back on and i've just appreciate you giving up the time for me it's just it's so easy this because it's just basically like someone sticking a microphone on and just going we'll just have a chat you
1: we're know. just having a round table man it's been fantastic well we got so much content out with the two of us man you tell you guys to step it up man we're knocking <laughs> stuff out man mike mike nah. he's,
0: uh mike he's definitely gonna be uh looking at the editing of this and thinking god how, how do these guys talk this much but uh, <laughs> for everyone who's here as always thank you for listening or watching or both please follow us on socials at Orlando Magic UK like and subscribe on your favorite pl- uh, podcast platforms and YouTube which really helps us if you want bespoke merchandise check out our T store in the description and if you're shopping on NBA shop in Europe consider using our discount code which is Magic UK 10 it might not be the best one on the day so please read the site carefully
1: but for me, for Cortez and for everybody else, at Orlando UK, go magic.